Welcome back to the podcast, guys. My name is Andrew. I got Brandon here with me, like always. Yep. And thank you for checking out our views on the sidelines. Ah, what a week. I'm tired. Tell me about it. You're tired too. You've been working nonstop. Yeah. Ah, man. But uh, you do anything special other than work? Die. Makes sense. Went to the Dodger game. For oh, that's there. right, you did. Yeah, I took my dad to the Dodger game. Well, I was dying at work. Yeah, you were working like a slave out there. Uh, it was cool, though. Dodgers lost, obviously. But uh, it's all right, though. It was fun. My dad had a good time. That's cool. But happy Father's Day. Happy late Father's Day to all the DILFs out there. You guys deserve everything in the world. And all the single moms, too, I guess, that want to claim Father's Day as well. I don't believe in that, but... You know, it's the movement, I guess. The movement. But we'll save that for Take another thing from us. All right. That's all it is. All right, man. But uh, we got a packed show today. So uh, let's start us off. Let's what we got going first. This Sean Watson settles, bro. Settles. 20 out of the 24 out of the way. I know. <clears throat> That's gnarly. It's crazy. So he ends up settling. I wonder how much he paid everyone. So let me see if I can pull it up. I was looking at it earlier, but they don't want to pull out the, the amount. Because I doubt he has 20 million to give out. Oh, that dude's loaded. Don't, don't yeah, but I wouldn't give out twenty million. I wouldn't. A million each? I wouldn't do that. I don't think that's I do a million each. I got maybe at least the most a quarter to half a mil. But like five hundred thousand each chick? Yeah, or two hundred and fifty. I get you. That's what I would choose. I just don't for. understand like settling. It's I don't know. Like, it just I, kinda says like you're kinda taking some guilt. Right. Like, you know, when you settle you're already kinda admitting guilt. At but the then again, time. at the same time, like it's, we talked about it last time, if more keep coming out, mm-hmm. if he doesn't clean it up soon, it right. could be the end of him. That's what I'm saying. So it could it could kind of just be I feel like a maybe strategy for him to get the fuck out of the way with all that think, stuff. Like, do you think like he's settling just so he doesn't get like a huge suspension? I'm thinking he's just doing it so he can just get this out of the way uh-huh. and it doesn't jeopardize the big contract he has. I don't think that's going to affect, like outside stuff doesn't affect NFL contracts. Especially not this one because it's fully guaranteed. So regardless of whatever happens, he's saying that two thirty. So, you know what I mean. But he's gonna get suspended. It's gonna happen. Just because the NFL has to look good. Yeah, they're gonna have to suspend him. But they're talking about a full season suspension. That sucks, right? And it's kind of like, dude, like, what are you? What in the hell? <laughs> Like, you put yourself in this spot. I think you should have settled earlier. When it first came out. I think you should have settled earlier. Nip it in the butt real quick. Yeah. That way it goes away. It's not this big storm of a show now. It's like, this is like a freaking, like a, uh, like a lifetime movie. It's like Dateline. Yeah, dude. Like, this is a bunch of, you know, you got all these chicks coming out of nowhere. You know, yeah, you went from. 20 to 24, like, you know, 24 girls is a lot. Bill Cosby numbers. Yeah, honestly, those are rookie numbers compared to him. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I can honestly say that Deshaun didn't do it. I would like to think that he didn't. But 20, 24 girls saying the same thing. That's a lot. It's a lot. That is a lot. And so it's like, I don't know if I could really, really say it there and say like, oh, Deshaun Watson's really 
you know. He didn't do it. He didn't do it, but he's just settling it so you get it out of the way. That's what I would have done. Just settled? Like, to get it out of the way? Mm-hmm. Especially, like, when you said that most of this, like, chicks are, it came out there was consensual stuff. Right. At that point, it's just kind of like a money grab. Yeah, so it's, it's like, like not might all well of just, them. Yeah, no, I'm not not clearly, but I'm just saying I would have just, mm-hmm. all right, bro. Like, we know we agreed on something. We wanted to do that. And now you're coming out and saying Yeah, I was like, I'm just going to, like, settle because now everyone else that I've done stuff was going to want to do the same thing. And I'm not going to pay I think a lot of these chicks are just kind of right in the wave. That's what I'm saying. Right. So. Like, okay, let's say he's getting, like, a massage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And. Dude starts getting hard or whatever. But if he doesn't just, if he doesn't come at you or nothing, like, it's not like he's like, oh, look, like, yeah. do something. It's just part of his body. It's just like, what if he's just like, oh, my bad? Yeah, then, it's a natural, natural Yeah, so what if, like, they, they're just like, oh, he tried to, it's like, no, dude, like, relaxing my muscles right now, bro. Like, right. It could have been something like that. And then they're just like, well, they there's people probably get money off of it. I'm going to use mine and exaggerate a little bit. So you know, you never know. Like you said, you don't know. We want to think he didn't do it, mm-hmm. but that's high numbers. Honestly, it really is. I mean, it just looks bad. It makes him look bad. It makes the Browns organization look bad for giving him all that money. Yeah, for giving him all that money <laughs> and making that trade. And it's just, it's a big nightmare of a nightmare of a situation. It's the worst scenario that Browns could happen, and only the Browns, only the Browns could really do this. Like, I believe it. <laughs> like, any other team, I'd be really, really shocked. But the fact that... Because they the Browns, gave him the money? Yeah. But the fact that the Browns gave him this money and then traded for a quarterback that has all these allegations, you know, it's typical Browns stuff with the ownership. Um, that's... But how do you think, like, let's say once he starts playing again, how is that going to change how people look at him, though? you think it's going to change at all? Uh, in what in what perspective, though? Like, like fans-wise? I, yeah. So the Browns are, I'll give the Browns fan base this. Like they're very loyal, regardless of whoever's on that field. They're not seeing the player. They're not seeing the number. They're, they're there for the team. And that's the difference between all the other sports. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure in soccer, too. Like, I know soccer is kind of like the same way NFL is. The it's like fan you follow base that is, team. Yeah. It's not really the player, but there are certain fans that it's follow. It's like life. Yeah. So it's like. For the Browns, they're going to be lifers to that team. Yeah. Regardless of whoever's on the field. Now, it's like, this is where the suspension thing comes in. It's like, they got to give him something harsh. Yeah. Like a full-on, maybe a full season. Just to fight the flag. Yeah. Full season, maybe 10 games. I say 10 games. I give him 10. Minimum. Bare minimum 10. But, I mean, I... Sean Watson put himself in a hole. Man, I don't know if he has a big enough shovel to get himself out. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, that's, I don't know, dude. Like, I wouldn't want to imagine what that would, like, put on you. Like, just out of nowhere, and it's like you're headlining everything mm-hmm. before the season starts, and it's not for a good reason. Right. That's, like, it completely overshadowed the fact that he got a big contract. Right. And that's a historically huge contract. That's what I'm saying. To get that fully guaranteed, it's a, is nonsense in itself. Yeah. Especially with a quarterback that hasn't played in a year. So you really don't know what he looks like, but you're just projecting what he looks like after the last season he had, which I get it. He was 
like the number three quarterback in the league. He was great. Like I don't have his stats right in front of me. I didn't put him up, but I mean, he's that good of a quarterback. But you are guessing at this point. And now if he misses another year, he's another year out of shape. So it'll take him yeah. two and a half years to get back in shape. So it's like, you know, you're missing and you're paying a $230 million contract for nothing for him to sit at home. <laughs> That's insane, dude. I, I don't get it. I don't know, man. He It's kind of, well, I mean, for him, it's probably, I mean, if I was in his shoes, I'm getting paid to do nothing. I kind of won at that point. Regardless of what's going on, like it's like he's like he has the money to settle these things, get rid of it, and get paid to just do nothing. Right. It's kind of a win for the dude. Yeah, in a sense, but I'm sure he. Because they say by the time he comes back and he settles everything now, it's gonna already be water under the bridge. That's true. So he's gonna he can come back and and it's gonna be like okay, this was back now. Like now, if he comes back and plays terribly, that's how it's oh, gonna be like. God. It, it the Browns just, are gonna look so terrible. Yeah, but if he comes back and. Falls out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then we're like, oh, yeah, this guy didn't do it. <laughs> Probably what people are going to That's how the fan base would be like, oh, he couldn't do it. Look how he's playing. Oh, God. So, it's kind of a win-win situation for a homeboy. Mm-hmm. No matter what. In a sense, he's still going to get paid. Yeah, well, <laughs> speaking of Browns, what do you think the future what they miss with Baker Mayfield? So, I didn't think Baker was going to be on the team still. This was my issue. Like, I... I thought they were going to trade off Baker for Deshaun. But the sad part is the Texans didn't want him. Damn. <laughs> Imagine being the quarterback where you're supposed to be traded for him and the other team says, nah, nah just keep him. Just, yeah, <laughs> stay over there. They'd rather keep the David Steele's guy, which that quarterback's not terrible. He, I think he's a great prospect. You know, he's still his second year. He's about to start his second year this year. So he's still he's decent. Yeah. But I just feel like they're throwing Baker's name under the bus. Now don't get me wrong. Don't get it fucked. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> I have talked so much about Baker and how much he sucks. I have. Everybody thinks that he's this he was the number one pick. Wonder child. Yeah. He was the number one pick a couple years about four years ago. He was a Heisman trophy winner back in college. So obviously he has the accolades, he has you know, he was that guy. Yeah. But he just didn't pan out. Mm. He had a couple, he had a, I'm not going to say his tire career was terrible. Like when he came in as a rookie, uh, he sat the first three games and then he came in for the backup. I mean, he came in for the starter who was Tyrod Taylor. He came in and took this job and never gave it back. Because he had a ball out rookie season. And now they don't want him. Balled out. But then the year after that, he sucked. No, no one wants him. But then his third, yeah, and no one wants him now. And this is unheard of. There's only been like three quarterbacks that's never, ever gotten an extension from the team. Like the team that drafted them never got an extension. Jamarcus Russell, he's one of them. He signed that fat $100 million contract coming out of college, and that just ruined it for everybody (laughs) because he was a total bust. And I forget the other guy. I forget that I can't remember the other guy at the top of my head, but he did it. He didn't last with his team that drafted him either. So, like, he's Baker's going to fall under that same thing because they don't want him. They don't. They don't even want to pay part of his contract, which is sad. 
It's only eighteen million. I know eighteen million sounds a lot like to me and you, but for it's, a quarterback right now in the NFL, yeah, eighteen million, any team will take that. Like he was gonna get traded to Carolina, and Carolina said, "Nah, y'all need to pay at least thirteen of that if you're gonna trade him to us." <laughs> and they're, dude, they don't even have a quarterback. They're they're terrible over there. Who's their quarterback right now? What is it? Um, and they still said no. They yeah, dude, <laughs> that quarterback is garbage, and they just said no. That's sad, dude. Oh my god! Uh, who is this Carolina quarterback? God damn it! Right here. It's gonna disgust That's me. really I'm sad. Dude. No one wants you. It's like when Trump said, you got to build the wall and pay for it. It's like, yeah, we'll build it, but you got to pay for it. It's like, fam. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold is in Carolina right now. And that guy is terrible. You want to talk about a terrible quarterback? He is terrible. He came out of the same draft as Baker Mayfield. It didn't do at least half of what Baker has done. At least Baker, for what I give Baker... He's taken that Browns team and took him to a playoff game. He's won a playoff game. So, I mean, he's taken him out of yeah of the garbage. Because they were the garbage team. And he took him out of there, and now they're like... Like, when you hear and talk about the Browns, if you take away Baker, that team is not terrible. They have a he solid, makes it terrible? Yeah, because his quarterback <laughs> play, he turns over the ball too much. He's inaccurate. And I just feel like with a decent quarterback play... That team is dangerous. Mm. Like, because they have a great O-line. They could run the ball very well. At the time when Baker, um, at the time when they had uh, uh, Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham, they had a great receiving core, very young. And, um, yeah, and the defense isn't terrible. They're, they still got one of the best defensive linemen on that team, as well as Miles Garrett. So, I mean, they're not terrible all the way around. It's just the quarterback play puts them in holes that they can't get out of. So, like, my thing is, like, with this, it's it's sad because, like, you're now you're replacing, you don't even want him in Carolina with Sam Darnold, who hasn't done anything. I think he's barely won, like, 11 games. And that guy is terrible. <laughs> Sam Darnold is terrible. He used to play with the Jets, and then he went to the Carolina on a trade and was just terrible. That sucks, dude. And Carolina had the nerve, the audacity to say, nah, we'll, we'll tough it out with Sam Darnold. Thank you very much. That's so embarrassing, dude. Like, how do you feel? Like, I honestly, at that point, like, I don't know what I'd do. I'd consider a career change. I think, the Brown, I think he should play, though. Because the Browns are in a hole now. Because if Deshaun Watson ends up getting suspended, mm-hmm. they're going to need a quarterback officer. Yeah. And mind you, they do have three other backups on the roster right now mm. besides Baker. I just feel like you play Baker. Let's say Baker plays. Mm-hmm. It's, gonna, it's a win-win in that situation. Because what ends up happening is you, write, you raise his stuff, his trading, his, uh, his trade value, right? Mm-hmm. You raise his trade value. The Browns get a quarterback that already knows the system so they could stay at the contender level per se Mm -hmm. like within the division and then baker when he hits the open market next year you know he could better chance he has a better chance of teams actually wanting to come get him because now oh like hey he's healthy yeah that's the first thing he needs to do he needs to get healthy obviously he tore his labrum um and his shoulder on his throwing arm too i mean 
that guy was a mess. But I mean, I just feel like he just needs. I I feel like he needs to play mm-hmm. this year. Just tough it out, play it out, and then get your value up. That way, either within the middle of the year, somebody come get you. Like they'll make that trade for you, or you finish the season out, and then a lot more teams that come get you. Yeah, that's just you know. I just feel like it's good. But knowing Baker, he won't do it. Like knowing him. Cause he's too he's too prideful. Yeah. As a as a man, and I I appreciate that. I respect that. But you're kind of dumb at the same time. Yeah. I like mean, no one else wants you right now. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> that sucks, dude. Oh god. But enough of the Browns, bro. Let's go back to the NBA. NBA time. The rumors. <laughs> the Hornets and Lakers trade. Is it real for Russ? Looks like it's. You know, man. Jordan likes Russ. So Jordan likes Russ. So apparently Michael Jordan wants to trade for Russell Westbrook, which me as a Laker fan, I can say that because I'm from L.A., uh, I'm okay with that. Because the so trade Russ pack, and the Lakers? Huh? Russ into Lakers? The Russ going, or no, two. Russ going to Charlotte, mm. to the Hornets. We end up the Lakers will get back uh Hayward. Yeah. Gordon Hayward and uh Terry Rozier. For Russ? For Russ. Because the contracts would match. And that's a big that's a big deal for Jordan. Because he paid uh, first off, that contract he gave Gordon Hayward, he should have never given him that contract. It was like thirty one million per year for like four years in it was terrible. He wasn't that guy. And then I believe t- uh, Terry Rozier, I think his contract is about another 25-some million. So, I yeah, dude. like It's a bad contract for him, but they're still not bad players. Mm-hmm. They fit what the Lakers want to do, especially Terry Rozier. He's a downhill point guard who is very aggressive on defense, and he doesn't need the ball in his hand like Russ does, yeah. so that lets LeBron do his thing, AD do his thing, and then Terry Rozier could be kind of like the third option, per se. Okay. Like the perfect third option for mm-hmm. him. And LeBron kind of does a little better with point guards like that. That doesn't need the ball. Um, unless you're like CP3 or Rod, Rajon Rondo, that you're super intelligent, super basketball IQ is high yeah. up there. Mm-hmm. And then that way, LeBron could be like, okay, cool, I trust you with the ball, you can do your thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go and then Russ, what's in what Jordan likes about Russ contract, even though it's at forty three million, right? That's a lot of money. Yeah, but money. it's only for one year. Oh. And after the year you get rid of it. So it's out your cap. Mm. So after that, you're kinda like, Hey, yo, you that's it. I don't have to deal with him no more. And this like that. So that's what the plus side's for both teams. But the negative, the only real, real negative is for Charlotte. And that's because of the fact that now you're stunting. You're going to stunt LaMelo Ball's growth. If you really think about it. Because LaMelo, he needs the ball in his hand. Mm-hmm. He's a great facilitator, a great playmaker. He can make a play out of nothing. But you bring in Russ, first you're going to have to start Russ. He's not coming off the bench. Yeah. Especially not for $43 million. Mm-hmm. And he needs the ball in his hand. He's not great without the ball. Now, I know there's been instances where he's played without the ball 
when Paul George was in OKC or when he was in Washington with Bradley Beal and it kind of worked. But that's just not his game. Mm. So I, that's just what I truly feel about both of them. Like, I don't. So is it the best trade, though? I don't think it's the best trade. I don't. I, I, I think. I think the trade that's better. Well, what are the trade possibilities for the Lakers? Like, for that? Yeah. Glad you asked. Got two. And they kind of make sense. So the first one actually doesn't make sense. I'm not going to lie to you. It's kind of terrible for the Nets. So, is it going to be, what's going to end up happening is like, since the Lakers don't have enough cap room. Yeah. Just to take on. Oh, I can't really talk about this. Wait, is LeBron still staying with the Lakers? Isn't LeBron staying the Lakers in the air right now? Yeah, yeah, he's still in Lakers. He's what? still in Lakers for like another year, two years. No. And AD as well. They're in the same time frame. So I'll put it like this. For Russ, it's weird. It's a rough. It's a rough thing. It's um, the possible trade possibility, I guess, for Russ. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna touch on this, or the one before with uh, Kate or Kyrie's issue. Mm-hmm. So, first trade I have is a three-team trade. Okay. So you have the Lakers, the Nets, and the Rockets involved. Mm-hmm. The Lakers end up getting Kyrie and Steph Curry and Seth Curry. Right, is Steph Curry's little brother. Okay. They actually play the same. They play very similarly. It's just Seth isn't as good as Steph. Yeah. But he's still a reliable three-point shooter. So the Lakers get Kyrie and Seth. The Nets just get John Wall, which I get it. It's an expiring contract. You only got to do it. You don't have to play him because he hasn't played in three years, even though he's been gaining like $40 million a year. Mm-hmm. Right. And the Rockets end up getting Westbrook and the 2020-2027 first-round pick from the Lakers. Yeah. Right? So the Rockets get an expiring contract and a pick, and the Nets just get a expiring contract. I don't think that's the best trade option because I think it's a lose for the Nets. Mm-hmm. But the second one, I feel like it's great for all teams. So my trade, my second trade option is... The Lakers get the same thing, but it's a different team now. So it's a Lakers, Nets, and Pacers from Indiana. Right. So the Lakers get the same thing from Kyrie and Seth. Mm-hmm. The Nets, however, get Miles Turner and Malcolm Brogdon. Both of those players are very nice and, and help them out. They help them out a lot. Because now you get a rim protector and a rebound guy that they need, that they struggle with. And you get a point guard that doesn't need to shoot that much is not a scorer first. He's a true point guard. Mm. Not a true point guard in the sense, but he could still go get you 20. Yeah. But he doesn't really need to. Yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. then you're still going to have Ben Simmons there because he could still facilitate. And then if he needs to turn into like a 20 guy, a 20 point per game guy, he could do it. Yeah. And he's a good three-point shooter. He spaces out the floor. And the Pacers, they get a win as well. They get off those Miles Turner contract and the Malcolm Brogdon contract. So they get an expiring contract with in West in Westbrook. And they get the 2027 20, first round pick. Mm. So for me personally, I'd like the second trade. Just because of the fact that everybody gets a little something that they want. Yeah. 
you know, Nets fill, I mean, yeah, the Nets fill holes with Turner and Brogdon. Lakers get Kyrie that they really need. They need a third guy. And they get a shooter. And then the Pacers get some clear cap room so they could go out that free agency and go get somebody else. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like that's the best trade option for the Lakers, per se. I don't think, I don't think the Pacers will do it, but I feel like they have no choice just because of the fact that, first, there's no one coming to Pacers. No one. No one's going to want to sign there unless you prove something. Yeah. And the Westbrook can make that team exciting because of how he plays. Mm-hmm. Ball in his hand downhill, he'll get that. He'll drag that team to the first round of playoffs, and that's it. He'll expect to win a championship from him. He's not going to do that. He's not that guy. And it's, I don't know. I just like that trade option a little better than most. Yeah, my bad. I was getting my paperwork. But paperwork. since we're already on NBA, <clears throat> what about the Kyrie and Brooklyn fallout over his contract? So, I got a lot to say about that, buddy. <sighs> Kyrie wants a max deal, okay? I believe he's earned it. But the Nets are trying to take him, they're trying to take back control of their team. Because they let Kyrie do whatever he wanted for three years. Mm-hmm. Right. He hasn't played. He's been hurt. First, he's been hurt. Then he took like... Yeah, so the first first year, kind of like everybody was hurt. Right? KD was hurt. Kyrie was hurt. I mean, it didn't really work. I mean, obviously. So you kind of wash that season out. Mm-hmm. The second year, they were together. KD's there. By himself, but Kyrie ends up taking off like two weeks. He ends up like not wanting to play. So he wasn't fully there. And then he ends up getting hurt again. But this last season, like the vaccine mandate where he's supposed to get a vaccine, everybody got the vaccine, right? And in the beginning of the season, you couldn't play in certain cities without having the vaccine. Mm. So like in Golden State... Uh, you can't play at Golden State if you don't have a vaccine. Or you can't be in any enclosed arena without having the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Right? And that was his case in Brooklyn. So he couldn't play for like half the season. So they sent him home, still paying him. And just sent him home, like, look, like, you, we can't, you can't play, so there's no reason for you to be here. Mm-hmm. Then they ended up doing this half season thing where he'll play all the road games. Makes sense. Right? You'll play all the road games except for San, San Francisco. Yeah. Because you can't play there. But then they ended up lifting the mandate, the vaccine mandate in New York, and then he ends up playing. But my thing is, it's kind of like, if you're the Nets, why am I going to pay you if I can't trust you that you even want to play? Yeah. Because he's very, because Kyrie's very into helping the community, you know, worry about himself and self and being this great person that he wants to be, which I totally respect. 
but you have a job to do at the end of the day. Like, yeah, he signed something. You know what I mean? Like you're, I get it. You're playing basketball, and people don't look at that as a being a job, but that's his job. That's his job. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's his job to play basketball for the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. That's his job. They're paying you forty million dollars to to play, <laughs> and now you want five years at two sixty. And is that the number that they want? I think that's that's insane. Yeah, they they want to pay him the max. So he has about okay. So they paid him. I can't see it. Oh, there it is. Okay. So he has until June 29th to make a decision. He has a player option, right? Now he could take the player option, and he ends up getting 36.9 million, right? But usually when players have a player option, the only reason why they do it is just so they could not take the player option and just re-sign. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? They kind of wager out the cap room and be like, okay, y'all don't have the money for my max this year, but next year you will. So I'm going to take my player option. I'm going to take this money this year, and then I'm going to re-sign within the year. Yeah. You know what I mean? That way you get your full five-year max. Mm Mm-hmm. That's how usually basketball contracts work out. There's a lot of other different things. But they don't want to give him the full five years. And that's what Kyrie wants. He wants the full five-year max. They want to give him a three-year with max money. So now the same money that you see five years, they want to give him that in three. Well, you said no? Yeah, it's the same thing. But he wants the longevity of it. He wants to more five years because you get there's a lot more room for incentives and stuff. Yeah, you really mm-hmm. face it out. So they want to give him the three year, but with a lot of incentives. I mean, you gotta play this number of games, or this contract is null and void mm-hmm. for this year. Or we take about twenty percent off the top. Yeah, like you take like twenty percent off the top of your contract or something like that. Or if you get hurt with the same injury, they. With the same injury that you got last time, uh, we're going to take about 5% off your contract that year if it puts you out for this number of games. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like things in that nature. And Kyrie doesn't want it. But Kyrie doesn't really have a choice because I don't think he has the leverage. I, I Yeah, I, I think the Nets are in control of what's going on. I mean, they could let him walk and... I mean, I know he wants to go to three different teams. Like, I think this is the teams that are going to be interested. Personally, he wants to go to the Knicks. He wants to go to the Lakers or the Clippers. I know the Knicks because of the fact that he's from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that New Jersey, New York area, obviously he would want to play at the Garden. Knicks would not hesitate on giving him the five-year max. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't. Like, first off, they're the Knicks. They suck. All right. They're, they're terrible. They, they're they not going to say no. Especially getting a superstar like Kyrie, who's from that area. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to get the garden buzzing. And then maybe, who knows, you might get another, you know, a star to go with Kyrie, even though Kyrie's kind of difficult to play with. Mm-hmm. But his skill set is through the roof. But he wants to go to, he wants to, go to Lakers as well. That's where the three-team trade possibilities come in. Yeah. But it's very unrealistic because now 
it's kind of like it's hard to get rid of Russ because no one wants him. Mm. In order for to make the room to have Kyrie, mm-hmm. but there was another trade for the Lakers and Nets that I actually kind of like. And the trade was for Russell Westbrook and AD for Ben Simmons and Kyrie. You're kind of trading a for it's legit saying my problem for your problem. Yeah. Like that's legit what it is. Like my the Lakers problem is Russell Westbrook. You send him with the Nets with AD. AD, I mean the Nets still kind of win cuz they get the better player from the bunch. They get AD. AD when healthy you know, he's a 26-10 guy. He's that He's that guy. And him paired up with KD, and KD likes AD's game a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, he's talked very glowingly of that of his game. You know, very good. But when, you know, and then for the Lakers getting Kyrie and Ben Simmons, you don't know if Kyrie really wants to play. You don't know if Ben Simmons really ready to play because of his mental state and stuff. So it's kind of like the Lakers are taking most of the risk. So, buddy, you scared me. Um, you're, you walk down. You're good. Um, the Lakers are taking most of the risk, you know, with Kyrie, with Ben Simmons. Because mm-hmm. Kyrie can kind of do his own thing and be like, oh, I don't want to play this week. And miss like four games. Yeah. And then Ben Simmons, we don't know if Ben Simmons is ready to play because mentally. But on the flip side, Kyrie's talked glowingly of LeBron James after since they left, since they split mm-hmm. from the Cleveland. Um, he's been talking about how he wants to play with Kyrie. I mean, how he wants to play with LeBron again, and you know, stuff like that in that nature. Mm-hmm. And then Ben Simmons and LeBron, like that's like LeBron's little protege because they play the same. Yeah. So it's like I feel like if anybody's gonna get him out this kind of funk that he's in, it's probably gonna be him. Yeah, right. He could be able to mentor him really closely, like every day. So mm-hmm. I feel like that'd be a little that'd be good for Ben if he went. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Right, and then the other team is the Clippers. I don't see the Clippers doing it. I don't think they have enough assets, enough things that the, you know, that Nets want. If it's not Paul George trading him for Kyrie, I don't, you know, I don't want it because they don't have any draft picks because they wasted they wasted all their draft picks and all their decent assets to go get Paul George in the first place. So you don't have anything to sell the Nets. Yeah. So that's just that's how I feel. What do you see? Well, then how do you see Kyrie's future then? I feel like one or two things that happen. I feel like that second trade that I talked about, the three-team trade, I feel like that could be a possibility happening. So Kyrie ends up coming to the Lakers that way. Or he's just going to pick up his player option. Because he can't miss the year. He just he can't. He hasn't played enough basketball. He needs to play more. Of it. And then I just don't think that it's not, it wouldn't be smart for Kyrie to miss a season. It wouldn't. So I feel like it's either get that trade happens or he just picks up his player option and plays. Mm. So I, other than that, I really don't know what 
could possibly happen with the two. I don't. Like Kyrie and the Nets aren't on the same page. Mm-hmm. And the Nets are, you know, in their right, they're in their right mind to really think that. Yeah. Because that is, it's tough to, you're trying to pay for a top quality talent, yet he doesn't want to play. It looks like he doesn't want to play. Yeah. So it's hard to really judge that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, he did over here. What do you, how do you see um, the future for KD? Man, talking about all this Kyrie stuff, you forget that KD's still on the Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Okay. If they don't, if they don't re-sign Kyrie, I don't see KD staying. Because KD, if we're going to be totally, totally honest here, KD didn't even want to go to the Nets. He wanted to go to New York. He wanted to go to the Knicks. Because a lot of his business stuff is in New York. He does a lot of business out there. All his side stuff and his podcasts and all that nonsense. He does it out there in New York. Mm-hmm. So, great. But Kyrie's the one that was like, oh, let's go to the Nets. Like, the Nets are here. Like, they're nice. They're the new They're the new toy. Mm-hmm. Because Jay-Z, obviously Jay-Z, run, you know, he bought it. He's running it. So, it's a whole new face of the thing. But it's just kind of like, for KD, it's kind of like in a sense where I, I don't see him staying if they if Kyrie's not there, because now you put him you put him by himself with Ben Simmons who hasn't shown that he's ready to play, like mentally at least. Because mm-hmm. when he's on the floor, he's a great player, but it's his mental block for playing is out of whack. So I just I don't see KD staying. I see him going off somewhere else. Uh if if need be, I guess, but I I just don't know what's gonna happen with KD. But I don't see him staying if Kyrie leaves. He's probably gonna want to ask that. Mm. Which I don't blame him. Yeah. Alright, buddy. Well, you know what time it is. What's that? Favorite part oh, of the show. The Q and A. The Q and A. Probably your favorite too because it's almost over. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The first question. What's up? I don't know how to say this fool's name. Rob Gronkowski? Yeah. Do you think <laughs> what? Uh, do you think he's serious about retirement since the second time saying he is? I read about that today. They were saying that someone wrote like a big old sad sentimental thing about him retiring. Uh-huh. I don't remember who it was though. Uh, I don't know. I want to say it was Tom Brady. Possibly. They've been um, they've been together for a while. They've won a lot of Super Bowls together. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Tom. But uh, I think so. I think so. I think his injuries are really getting to him. He has some... He's a big guy, so like a lot of these defenders hit his knees, hit his legs. He has he's going to give he's, out, bro. Yeah, huh? he's going to give out. Yeah, and then he has an elbow issue that he's been fighting since like four years ago. Uh, yeah, no, it's time for it to so go. I feel like he is done. Four years he left. Yeah, I think it's time. He's gonna go down as the greatest tight end to ever play. Then that's not a that's not a bad. I know he out. doesn't have he doesn't have the 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 records though. That's what I'm saying. Like Tony Gonzalez has the receiving yard. Yeah, he has all the stats. 
Like Tony Gonzalez is like Jerry Rice for receivers. He kind of put those stats all the way out there. So like, but Gronk has been so dominant in that position, mm-hmm. and just winning these Super Bowls with Tom and being that guy for Tom, and you know it. He's been that guy everywhere he's been. So he's gonna go down as one of the best, either one of the best or the greatest tight end to ever play this game. But um, yeah, I think he's done. I mean, he's taken a lot of hits throughout the years, and I just. His time's done. His body can't just take those hits somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, he's gonna leave as one of the if the greatest. So I might as well mm. go out that way. All right, buddy. And the other one, um, what are your thoughts on Warriors winning the finals? And what team, in your opinion, should have won the championship? Yeah, I just talked about that last week too. Kind of, yeah. Steph Curry would have came back, and yeah, that's exactly what he did. Um, did he get MVP feel? too? He did. He got finals MVP. Swear. He deserved. Um, how do I feel about the Warriors winning? I don't think they're that great. They're not that good, but they're just they play great together. That makes sense. They play, the, yeah, the like they play great team basketball, which they should, and you know they they just play the right way. They're very, they're deep. They got a lot of different players in there. You know, they got a lot of different players that could do the similar things. Mm-hmm. So I just, but ultimately, I don't think they're that good of a team like before. But, but hey, who am I? Uh, but, you know, obviously they still won. They showed why they were champions and they play like it, especially with these closeout games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they did exactly what they had to do. You had them losing this game, huh? I did. I had them losing game six. I didn't think, um, I thought Jason Tatum was going to play better than what he did. And you can kind of see on his face, the moment was too big. You know, you got to understand he is 24 years old in his first finals. And it's a lot of pressure on him. I mean, so I, I see it. It's all right. I mean, hey, it is what it is. It happens. Uh, but and then the team that thought or should have won that was tough because I had obviously oh I forgot to write down the other part of that question apparently I can't say the Lakers or you can't because or LeBron there's, there's, apparently no there's no way you can yeah say so Lakers apparently I can't say those teams so Lakers, I wasn't even gonna say them anyways for your guys's information Lakers just no you jerks anyways um yeah I wasn't gonna say the Lakers anyways. Um, I got it between two. Either Milwaukee, if they were still, I felt like the Bucks would have repeated if uh, Chris Middleton wasn't hurt. Because uh, I just have that much respect for Giannis. And I feel like who, regardless of whoever came out of the West was going to have problems with Giannis. Like, the Warriors wouldn't, I don't think the Warriors would have been able to stop him because they played small ball way too much. Mm-hmm. And there's no one on that team that actually guard Giannis. And then the other team, surprisingly, I thought I thought the Mavs. I just I felt like Luca was gonna do more. And I, I he did all he could, don't get me wrong. But I just thought defensively wise they would have been a little better against that Warriors team. But they lost in the Western Conference Finals, obviously. Mm-hmm. 
It is what it is. But yeah, those are my two teams that I really thought that were actually going to win. Because when they took out the Suns, and I always thought the Suns were better than the Warriors, like team wise. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, okay, well, since they beat the Suns, I feel like they're better than the Warriors. But then that ended up going south real quick. And yeah, so that's just how I felt about it. Yeah. All right, buddy. That's it. That's it for us. Yep. Um, that is it for us today. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a new segment coming out though for this podcast. I'm gonna be doing the top fifty NBA players because I've been seeing a lot of top fifty lists around, and I don't like any of them because they're very disrespectful for every with a lot of different players that didn't make the list. And uh, there's some players that I don't feel like should be on the list, but that's just me. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna be doing one of those, and we're probably I'm gonna try to do it. I don't know when I'm gonna drop those. Really, like I'll record like a little session by myself. Like you don't really gotta be here. Like I won't st- stress you out that much because I know you hate it. <laughs> Not wrong. Yeah, but you know it'll be like a. I won't. I won't do the entire fifty in one shot though. I'll do like two or three at a time, like every episode. So it'll be a quick. You know, 20, 25 minute episodes, just, you know, saying one player, explain why, what his resume looks like, and then the next player, and then, you know, wait for next week for the next two. Mm-hmm. So it'll probably be like two or three at a time. So I'm, I won't hit you with all with a 50 in one shot. That'll take me all day. You got to really think about that one. That's why. Huh? You really got to think about that one. Yeah, I really got to think about it because I'm going from, so I'm going from, um, Kareem's rookie year, which is about 73, about the 70s, to now. So there's a lot of players in between that that I have to look at and see who's mm-hmm. who is doing what and rank them and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, that's about it for me. Um, Brandon, you got anything? No. You good? You yeah, just, I'm good. You hate your life? You're tired, buddy. I see you. I'm fucking exhausted. You guys can see him right now. He is so tired. It is funny. Yeah, I see his eyes. He's ready to go to bed. Yeah. He didn't want to drink. I put up the back signal. He didn't want to do anything. Yeah, I didn't even want no truly sitting. I don't want nothing. What a guy. All right, buddy. But let me get you out of here. You got to go to bed. All right. Um, Thank you for everybody for listening to us and giving us the ratings. Keep rating us five stars. Keep shouting us out. Uh, Go follow the Twitter page at Views, at Dilf Views. Um, I'm in the process of revamping the entire Twitter page as well and yeah we're going to do some bigger things with this podcast and hopefully you guys enjoy it uh, for me and Brandon we appreciate you guys yes, Brandon and I appreciate you doing this shit for you me. already know even though you hate it every day and I I kind of I understand why and uh, yeah but see you guys next week and hope you guys stay safe All right, later guys <laughs>